disclaimer before we start this episode. This episode is about working in a male-dominated industry, and we might share some stories about times that we've experienced sexism or discrimination in our professional fields, including Twitch. And this is by no means us calling men or male-presenting people out or saying that all men are bad. It is a very real issue in a lot of industries, and uh, bringing attention to the topic is something that was very important to myself and Aqua and Nessa, so we really want to uh, just make sure that you guys know that. So, Hello, and welcome back to The Real Podcast, the go-to podcast about all things mental health in the streamer universe. It is another beautiful Thursday afternoon here in the podcast world. Last week, we sat down with the land of B and picked her brain for tips and tricks and just general advice about streaming as a mother, a wife, and a student, all, all of the things. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> I am not a mom, unless you count like Boone as a child, yeah. but <laughs> I don't have a kid. Uh, but I like to think that a human baby might be a little bit more work than like a dog or a cat. <laughs> uh, yeah. But listening to B kind of like chat about her Twitch journey and like her overall experience and thoughts um, on using the platform while like balancing not only a family, but also school and like a job and stuff like that. It was crazy. I think we kind of came to the conclusion that in order to do that, you have to be really awesome at communicating yes. <laughs> both like with yourself and with your community and also with your like family so yeah yeah so that's what we did last week you want to tell us what's going on this week aqua yes on this week's episode we're excited to discuss the struggles and get some advice on working in not just two male dominated industries by bringing the spotlight over to a lovely new friend cute comfy streamer film industry professional and queen of misleading usernames catholic guilt yay okay nessa hello oh. nessa <laughs> i love i was making that little like intro thing and i was reading your about me and it was like this is not a catholic stream and i was like we love yeah. a misleading queen yeah. I, I just added a new thing i changed it because i was like i don't want people to think i like am anti-catholic yeah like, no whatever you want but yeah you you do like, you the, the wikipedia definition thankfully is like can be experienced by current catholics or lapsed catholics which yeah, is there me. you go so yeah exactly inclusive awesome. so <laughs> how how you doing what's what's the day we were talking earlier before we started about how yes. You're watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> how's your yes. How's your day been? As a film industry professional, I do dabble in the <laughs> prestige television. Like yes. 90 Day Fiance, um, and anime. But yeah, Hell I mean, yeah. I've been good. I am on a little staycation uh, mm -hmm. for the next two days, which is exciting. Um, That's great. Yeah, I'm just like cleaning, kinda, and but mostly just like chilling, playing Story of Seasons. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, I, I found my uh, old Stardew Valley file, and I'm really excited because I switched computers and I lost it all. And I was like, I'm just not going to start this game again because I'll lose oh, my no. mind. How did you find <laughs> I, it? Uh, so I used to use my boyfriend's computer uh, to stream when I first started, and then eventually I was like, so this is annoying. I want my own. And so I got my own, uh, but not everything made it over in the transfer because... yeah you know sad tiles hats and things so yep. <laughs> i thought it was long gone um but she persisted and i found a little <laughs> long story that's short awesome. <laughs> how are you guys i'm doing i'm doing good that's awesome i'm glad to hear you cleaning taking a little vacation i feel like you need that every once in a while you know yeah. like life yeah. you need a break <laughs> you just need a break from life and to just sit and do nothing and 
just exist is like ah <laughs> this is yeah. refreshing so and i feel like awesome. with my job like since i'm working remote right now and have been for like four months uh mm-hmm. and, like some days it's like actually very busy and then other days i'm like actually not doing shit for like six hours yeah so <laughs> i actually feel like free of work when you're even if it's a slow day it's like i still have to like have slack open and like yeah. be ready and like whatever yeah. so just like not being stressed about that at all is very nice yeah like you really have no i don't want to say you have no like priorities but you just really you don't have any like responsibilities no like yeah. no priorities girl you don't <laughs> got nothing yeah, <laughs> there's like you know it's like that overwhelming feeling of like i have to do this i have to do this i have to do this like you just you can just like relax yeah. for a second but yeah i love that <laughs> yeah go off <laughs> go off Thank with you. A, a vacation um absolutely that's so exciting. So yeah, so today you kind of heard it a little bit. Today we're going to be chatting with Nessa about working in not just one, but two male-dominated industries because if yes. you didn't know, streaming is very male-dominated. Yeah. <laughs> um and Nessa works as uh or she she is part of like the film industry as well as um streaming. So We're going to chit chat about that. We're going to kind of like pick her brain about what it's like working in the film industry and then kind of like how she translates that knowledge into streaming as well. Because I feel like, you know, we both come from similar, um, similar like backgrounds when it comes to like our education and stuff. Like I have a degree in audio, degree in film, like they're very similar. Um, Mm -hmm. And then just like the overarching like art degree as well, too. So um, because Aqua aqua does art we're all like in that like art whether it's digital or or yeah and i used to be in engineering so like i know a lot about that (laughs) yeah yeah so it's definitely definitely not a lot of ladies present in in these industries (laughs) um, which is unfortunate but um so that's what we're talking about today but before we move into talking about that would you like to uh tell us who is sponsoring this So this episode of The Real Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, The Real Pagu and Aquamoga. For all your video and audio editing needs, DM The Real Pagu. She can help you spice up a fancy new channel trailer just for you. Or your Twitch channel, sorry. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you're looking for any emotes, sub badges, bit badges, or channel art, DM Aquamoga. She'll take care of all your art needs. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Hell Are you yeah. ready to answer some questions? <laughs> Never been, never been more ready. <laughs> I thought you were to say never. No, I am not ready. <laughs> all right. So first of all, if anyone who is listening doesn't know you, they need to change that. But if there's yeah. anyone listening who does not watch you, who's not, who's not heard of you, please just uh, tell us a little bit about you. Who is Catholic Guild? Who is Nessa? Who, who what do you do? <laughs> who is, who is she? Like, tell us who she is. <laughs> she is the moment no i'm just kidding um hi i'm vanessa i'm catholic ill you may have guessed um yeah yeah, i mean i've been streaming for like almost a year it'll be my year in uh like late august so that's exciting thank you it's like the most consistent thing i've ever done in my life so i'm like yeah yeah. uh yeah i mean i started uh streaming on like a whim basically i was kind of like this seems fun and something i would like to do yeah Um, i just got committed and i like i'm obsessed with it and want to do it forever now um yeah yeah i do all types of stuff i i like um i'm a variety streamer so i do a little bit of everything i love like jrpgs uh 
cozy casual sim games um yeah. I, I just did my first sim stream and oh my god yes yeah. inspired by the one and only here yes. <laughs> i remember <laughs> yes i've been doing a ton of animal crossing uh i really liked like hunting and stuff like that and i like the like chill aspects of these games where you're kind of like you're just able to have like a regular conversation and there's mm-hmm. no like super strict storyline that like everyone has to be paying attention to or whatever yeah, yeah that's um, exactly how i feel too yeah. yeah so I've just I've been like figuring myself out in that way um but you know I still like a RPG because that's like where I come from so I'm yeah. still doing like, Paper Mario and things like that um, oh my gosh I love watching yeah. you play Paper Mario because I I watched um so many game through game throughs so many playthroughs uh of that game and it's just uh it's like such a nostalgic game like mm-hmm. even if you've yeah. never played it like it's just it just feels so it nostalgic it's like that that's just typical Mario vibes, but yes, that's it's awesome. A it's a beauty, but yeah, <laughs> I would say that's you know that pretty much sums it up. I have a cool community, a very nice, inclusive, <laughs> hilarious people, and I just have to stand. Um, There's no no <laughs> yeah. option but to stand. So you said you've yeah. been streaming for about a year, right? You're almost hitting your yeah. year. Congrats! Oh my Gosh. Um, so how did you come across Twitch? Like, how did you find it in the first place? Was it just like random or did you have people that you watched? So I knew it existed. I think I found it in the first place because in my freshman year dorm, uh, one of my friends was watching Twitch plays Pokemon. Oh my and gosh. That moment. That yeah. Culture. <laughs> yeah. And, that um, I was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I just like made an account then and then I like kind of didn't touch it for a few years and like I would go on for like special events and like speed running stuff, which is funny because I don't like super care about speed running, but like, you know, it's a thing yeah. that happens. Um, yeah. And then eventually I was, I don't know, I just, uh, I ended up finding some like influencers who were also, or like YouTubers who also started streaming. Yeah. And from there, I just kind of got into it and started doing it. But I, I didn't watch a ton before I started streaming, which is, like, yeah. maybe a mistake. Um, no, yeah, I, yeah, I did that, too. I had, like, two or three it, people yeah. that I watched, and then I was like, I've decided I want to do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I will do this now. Yeah, yeah. so you kind of just, like, stumbled upon it and then was like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this out. Um, do you feel like your background, and this is something that I know that you wanted to touch upon, do you feel like your background in film has, like, helped you with stream we kind of talked to because uh theory also yeah. has a film background as well so okay. um i'm curious to know like what your thoughts are on like do you think it's helped you do you think it's like hindered you like do you think you're like a perfectionist when it comes to like how your stream looks and stuff so curious about that yeah i like so i think it's helped in the way that like my background even though it's not my like current job right now and film mm-hmm. is like some te- like technical stuff so things like cinematography and like audio things like that that are a bit more Mm. like you know numbers oriented and like you know just getting that like just knowing the the things to do to get the best image or whatever um so I think that's definitely helped um I definitely am a bit of a perfectionist about stuff um and I am overall just like I just think aesthetics are really important with things like this um so that's something I really care about. And I think that does come from kind of caring about like the composition of images and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think so. And I think uh, so for my job now, I'm doing like a lot of production. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So that's it's completely different. It's like not what I studied, but it it's 
yeah. he's here. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's actually helped me a lot when it comes to just like planning things out. And like, I, I just don't feel very overwhelmed by like, okay, I want to make like a video for this and that, or I want to have like a day to do these games. And like, I don't know, I just, I'm, I'm not stressed out about like scheduling or like the yeah. how-to mm-hmm. of like an outline or a breakdown for like- It, it definitely like, cause I've, so are, are, like production, are you doing like pre-production kind of stuff? Like you're, mm-hmm. you're working on like the planning aspect of everything? Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like that's a really awesome skill to have when you're streaming. Cause you know, you, you have like different events. Like if you wanted to have something like, you know, a giveaway or like a 12 hour stream or something along those lines that takes a lot of planning. And I feel that those events will fail if the person doesn't realize that there takes a lot of planning. And we kind of talked about it with Kat too, where it's like, there's so much that goes behind the scenes of a stream. Like even just like the way that it looks right. Like not even like technical wise, but like my room, like the way that the room looks like you, you have like a setup. Right. So um, I think that being able to understand all of the planning and like scheduling and everything, that's a really good skill to have. Um, I know one yeah, thing. Yeah, even organization. Mm-hmm, yeah, like organizing all of your files and like tax <laughs> documents and, and schedule, like making yourself a schedule. Um, I know one thing that Theo touched on w- with like the film industry stuff was kind of like um, like acting because <laughs> I feel like you know you're either either you do act or you're like around a lot of actors like you have some sort of like thing with like theater either way like I feel like it's uh it's nice to kind of have a background or like a the ability to like see people acting because it kind of like helps you to I don't know what the word is like like perform perform because like when you're streaming you like low-key are kind of performing right like you're not you're not like not being yourself but like if I were to sit here how I normally sit here when I'm like playing a game by myself like that would be boring as hell like I'm definitely like doing something right so do you have any sort of experience with acting or is it do you mostly do like pre or post-production kind of stuff if you want to count, like, theater camp from Ellen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I was Glenda the Good Witch. Hell yeah. um, Not to flex, but <laughs> I, I actually did theater for, like, way too long. I did it for, like, six years, and I was just, like, really, like, I was just bad at it, like, the entire time. Like, I was ensemble every year, and I just, yeah. like, didn't get the picture. And, like, yeah, that happened Biden. to me, too. <laughs> yeah, like, at the local JCC theater, like, I was just, like, not... It was just not good. Um, no. But I mean, yeah, I think, I think so. A lot of the work I do um, currently and like in college is like documentary or like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So I'm more so around just like real people. Um, and But I think like <laughs> I have... <laughs> Actors aren't people, confirmed. (laughs) Like people just like being themselves. Yeah. (laughs) By SAG. Um, Cancelled. No, no, but you know what I mean. Like it's, but I think it's a whole other thing too to get like people who are like I don't know because not everyone you take for like a nonfiction or a documentary thing is gonna a want to be on camera, be like know how to be on camera or how to respond to questions like. These people are like very untrained and like that's perfectly fine. Um, but it, it does take a bit more like pre-production in that you're like, okay, how am I going to, A, you know, get this person comfortable with me yeah. to answer these questions, to do these things? Um, and I feel like that has actually helped me as a streamer just because like 
I, again, I don't consider myself an actor or like much of a performer, really. Like, I'm very nervous all the time. <laughs> I'm like nervous right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it feels different on your stream because you're like, okay, I'm just doing me. And like, if people are yeah. going to, I guess they like me. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess just, just learning how to like, you know, act, act no like natural and normal, but in a way that is like, you know, being interactive and like responding and like, I don't know. I think I've like a bit of my like documentary practice has like came come over into that. Um yeah. since I haven't really taken like the performative aspect in like a strict sense into yeah. my stuff. Um so you kind of like find yeah. yourself like the advice that you're giving the people that you have on these documentaries, you're like kind of taking that in for yourself as well. It's mm -hmm. like just yeah. just be yourself. Like yeah. yeah, I totally get that. Um you can get someone who's completely untrained to give amazing answers and you know mm -hmm, yeah. say what you really you want them to say. I mean, you do have an agenda usually when yeah, you yeah, yeah. You know, like there's an angle. Yeah. Um, but you know, just just try to get people to present themselves in their best light and like explain things the best way they can. Not just um, like so one word answers and like Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And then, like, uh, going on the point that you did theater for six years, like, what got you into, like, it, the film industry? Like, how did you get into it? When did that idea pop up? And, like, um, did you go to school for it? How was school life for you? And, like, what specifically, I know you said you do um, the... I'm sorry, I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> I know your your job is different than what you yeah. basically studied for, but mm -hmm. like, tell us like what you studied for, basically your history. Sure. Yeah. Of yeah. Film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, things, to, it's like a resume. Okay. It's your work yes, experience. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I remember the order. Okay. So, <laughs> I I I I grew up. Um. Like I went to like Catholic school. <laughs> crazy oh, for like yeah. years, uh and I was in small classes I'm I'm from Miami which is very conservative actually um within like the Cuban community at least mm -hmm. and I just had like no like my parents definitely were like go into the arts they were like that's not, that wasn't the yeah. vibe yeah um, but you know I always knew that I'm like uh super bad at anything science or math related <laughs> so I'm like well I'm never gonna make a lot of money and I'm, I don't want to be a lawyer so I originally went to college uh for journalism okay. and oh, nice. yes because I you know I was like editor-in-chief of my newspaper in high school <laughs> <laughs> not to flex but um I was and things Ooh, like that. I was editor-in-chief too so I got you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so I I did stuff like that so it was always like I like creative things I like communications um mm -hmm. but then I, I got to college and uh at my school they made you do a couple like prerequisite just like broader communication courses so like oh. yeah so you know you had to take like a, one class that was like a little bit of PR a little bit of advertising a little bit of journalism and a little bit of film and mm -hmm. so at first I was like all these people studying film are like actually crazy like you're never gonna have a job like you're actually <laughs> nuts <laughs> um and so I that was like my mentality going into college like I didn't realize you could study film or have yeah. a career in film that isn't like yeah being a Hollywood director like my my world was just very like closed off to like the concept of being able to take that into a day job basically right. like a stable job that like people can get yeah. so 
Yeah, once I kind of like figured out that you could do that through like people I know getting internships, I was like, oh, wait, I really like that. Yeah, this, um, this is a thing. That's how I felt with audio as well. Like, yeah, people can't just get like, a job doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So can. Like, there it has many practical applications that aren't just making like blockbusters, which I think is like confusing. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. don't know like the industry. And I, I think, I'm, of course, we're going to get into this, but I do think the film industry is like so like shrouded in mystery for people who don't who aren't like a part of it yeah that like you know it's just like what is that job how do i do that what like yeah. what even what does it entail like these like it seems like a fantasy to me the whole thing yeah so after taking a couple courses um and like the broader sense i was like okay i think i'm gonna make this a second major and then i actually switched my <laughs> i just i nixed journalism but i got <laughs> so another <laughs> i got another major in advertising so my parents didn't kill me so i do i have two degrees of oh, okay. nice. yeah um i hate advertising <laughs> i think it's really stupid but it's it is um helpful like yeah. for getting jobs for understanding how to like market yourself and stuff like that yeah it's helpful mm-hmm. and like i you know i picked up a lot of like graphic skills and stuff like that uh in those courses but i was so much more invested in film in film um, yeah yeah and so what i really liked was film studies um so i studied in particular uh east and south asian film oh, and okay. so just like theory and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I wanted to do like higher education for mm-hmm. it. Like I really wanted to be a professor for a while because yeah. I just, I loved it. I love like watching movies. Like that's what yeah. I actually, yeah. that's how I felt with audio too. I was like, you know, like I feel like I could just become a professor, but then that dream went down the toilet. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I had this one professor who I really looked up to and she, I, I'm obsessed with her. She's amazing. And she was like the person who, really got me into like critically learning and thinking and just you know whatever and like and that sounds stupid but I think a lot of like academia can be pretty like rote memorization or just like kind of half-assing it but when you have like a small class where you're like actually like having to think and your professor is pushing you to like really think and go beyond the surface it's like wow this is like a different experience altogether um I went to her office hours one day and I told her I was like I really want to be like a professor like you she was like girl don't do it don't do it yeah dude no I totally like that's literally like eerily close to like my experience as well like I don't know about your school and I guess this is kind of like a question for you like did you have a lot of female professors in in your in your school or like in your film degree at all or nothing no I had one (laughs) one female audio professor and I looked up to that woman so much and when I graduated like I had like the best heart to heart she was like low-key really scary and like I low-key had a crush on her so like you know like very just like (laughs) intimidated so like I'd be scared to like talk to her sometimes but um whenever like I was graduating I had my final class with her ever and um like it was she was my last teacher that I had pretty much and we had like a really in-depth like heart-to-heart conversation and she was like when I was graduating like she's from the Netherlands. So she was like telling me like when she was in school, like in the Netherlands, like she had all of her professors were men and like she never had anyone in her classes who were, who were female. Like it was just her. It was very like strange at the time for like a woman to want to get into audio engineering and stuff. So she literally like did her final presentation for college. Like her, I don't remember what it's called, but like when you present like your big uh, dissertation something, something like it's it's like something like that like she was doing like her big presentation for the end oh. of college like her portfolio kind of thing yeah and all of the professors laughed at her and oh told her to, that Holy like shit. she would 
they were like, oh, like, you're never going to be able to, like, hold a job, but, like, whatever. So she told me that, and I I literally, like, broke down. I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. It was just, like, weird to, like, have that connection with somebody. So, like, yeah. I don't, you were I, talking about how, like, your favorite teacher was, like, a woman. Like, did you find that you, like, kind of, um, not gravitated towards her, but just, like, felt sort of, like, a connection to her because of that? Or was it, like, other things, I think- like... Yeah. So it's funny. I was, I'm just thinking about it now. I actually had, so she wasn't even a film professor. I, my minor was comparative literature. And so she taught a class called like, um, literature and film in the Middle East, basically. And she's like a genius. I'm obsessed with her. Like she had like a, she had like 10 full bright, like she just like, she did everything. Like she really did everything. She like lived in Syria and like translated tags. She knows like eight languages. She's like the coolest person. Um, but yeah, I mean, my actual film professors were just white men. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the other thing, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> just straight up crusty yeah. old white men. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's really just all like, we I, had in our school, too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a relationship to any of them, which sucks because, you know, I did think about applying to grad school and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't want to ask any of these guys for like a letter. <laughs> there was only one I liked and he taught like a film criticism class. And I really liked that since I like theory. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this kind of is like a way to do film theory as a job without having like a PhD. So yeah. I took a whole like film criticism class. I've written a few, like I like used to write for like a newspaper in Boston doing like okay. uh, film reviews and whatnot. But oh, like, so cute. yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. It's that's, it's just, yeah, that's really competitive too. And that's a yeah. super, <laughs> Yeah, male dominated industry too. Like that's the thing. Like my professor who was like, Don't don't study, don't, don't do it, don't become a film studies (laughs) professor. She was like, I it was really sad to hear because she was so inspirational to me. And like she was just like, I'm treated like shit. I'm paid so much more less than everyone I know, and I know that. Like I'm aware of that. And she's like, she's like, I think you could have a job like working in film, and I think you should do that. And I was like, Wow, dude. I love Um, that. Yeah, it was like she was being really real with me and I appreciated it. But it was also at the time I was so disheartened by it because I was like, mm-hmm. I finally I know what I want to do with my life. And she was like, girl, don't. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it can be kind I of like cut a, the cameras. You cut yeah, the cameras. Like, dead cameras ass. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I am glad she like was real with me and wasn't like you know giving me this like fantasy she was like also realistically to do this as a job you can't just get a master's you need a master's and a phd think about all the debt yeah you know, i don't make enough she was like i do not make enough to pay off all my debts right now oh, and i was God. like damn she's like telling me the tea like I've yeah <laughs> sometimes you just need someone to like check you like that like yeah. sure yeah. it'd be a cool job like whatever but like you're not gonna be happy like oh okay <laughs> like yeah, check exactly. you in the sense of like that versus like your parents where they're like i don't want you to do this because it's an art degree yeah. kind of thing like, exactly and yeah. like i think it's it's like important um to have that kind of realist perspective because I think like I'm a pretty idealistic person and like in college especially I feel like yeah. you kind of feel like <laughs> nobody's fucking with me like I'm on one like I'm I'm like gonna do everything I want to yeah. do yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like now like four years out of college I'm like anyways so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who she I was I hope this streaming thing takes off so I don't have to go to an office for the rest of my life <laughs> like, literally like yeah. catch really me Catch me working a nine to five girl. Like I am not mentally stable enough for that shit. Oh my yeah. god. And like <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I came from 
engineering, mechanical engineering, and it was all male dominated. Like Mm -hmm. all my professors were men. And luckily we did have um, like different cultures, but the main professor I connected with, he was a a white man and Mm -hmm. he constantly like pushed like women to, to like, Hey, you need to get this. Or like, he would be like, Hey, I have a friend of mine who has a firm. He has a spot open for internship. He would constantly push women. And then the men there would be like, Hey, why are you being sexist against us? And he was like, he was like, I do not see. <laughs> he was like, I do not see. What? Yeah, he would literally be like, anyways. <laughs> like he would literally <laughs> say, anyways, you guys can get whatever you guys want. Like you guys can get into welding. And then I remember there was a girl in my school. Um, she does welding, and I was like, holy shit, that's so badass. And she's yeah. like, hell yeah. And I was like, you're kind of hot, but that never went anywhere. <laughs> we <laughs> and, <love>. um, <laughs> Yeah, and, like, uh, when I told my professor, hey, professor, like, I don't think engineering is for me. Like, I personally started to find out about, like, a Twitch and art and drawing. And I was, like, I see myself, like, doing that instead. And he was, like, you know what? I respect your decisions, but you know what, girl? You can always go into architectural engineering, get, like, a little <laughs> get a little degree, and then I can hit you up with a job real quick. Because he's done that <laughs> to a lot of my friends. Like, I, some of my female friends from engineering dropped out because it was, like, just overwhelming for them. It took a lot of dedication and hard work. And, yeah. of course, everything does. But yeah. it was um, kind of disheartening when, like, all you see is, like, men, and you're, like... Uh, you know, like it's kind of. Can I really do this? Like, you start to like doubt yourself a little bit. But I, I love because so you know, I had all male professors as well, except for the one that I was talking about. And if she's Mm -hmm. if she's listening, I love you. (laughs) I love you so (laughs) cool. Um, But so the like the thing that you touched on though, like all of the professors that I did have, none of them would ever speak down or speak poorly of women in the industry none of them like Mm -hmm. if anything they would like make it a point to make sure that their other students were fucking checked like if they said some nasty shit like I'll go into this next question because I do have some stories and I'm excited to hear if you guys do as well but (laughs) like if if my professors heard their students say some nasty shit to me like they would make sure to check them in front of everybody so that they would be embarrassed kind of thing you know what I mean so it's absolutely like I love love all of the professors that I have solely for the reason that they weren't making it like an uncomfortable experience. Like they were making sure that like, and not like, cause I get uncomfortable as well. If I'm like treated above everyone else, because I am the only girl in the class. Like I don't want, I don't want to get like, you know, special treatment just because like, Oh, I'm the girl like that. Cause I have yeah. had experiences where I was the only female there. Right. There were, bun- there were like five or six other women that were in my degree program, but like every once in a while you'd be like the only girl sitting in the class. Like, I hate that special treatment. Like it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I don't know. I think it was just, I- I've had good experiences with both male and female professors. So 10 out of 10 love when they're like, you can do this girl, <laughs> but also like yeah. go like, I don't know. Yeah, um, so I feel like university stuff, especially like I think I don't know, like you, there's like the the trope about like uh, academia being like naturally so like liberal or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's true. I went to a school in like the Northeast. It's like extremely like 
you know, like white liberal at the very least of like yeah. having like the basic, like, you know, <laughs> liberal yeah. democratic leanings. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, it, it was a lot of like on, on the outside uh, wanting to like advocate and like, you know, be let women in the class speak and stuff like that. But like, I do think there was like an underbelly of like actual sexism that always came up um, mm-hmm. of like, you know, like being like, oh, that story is like too much or like, you know, that this should have like, I had this one, I hated this guy, uh, a screenwriting <laughs> professor who was just super like obsessed with like things being, you know, such the traditional like film format. And Ugh. like, so like having like, you know, rising action, big thing, big conflict, yeah. following action. Yeah. It's like, I feel like a lot of films that at least I like by female directors you know, you don't always have that because I think yeah. like movies and, and stuff like that and like video games, every every media made by women is often kind of understated with like a more um, just like, I don't know how to say it, like an emotional undertone that like is more like, it like hits different. It's <laughs> like, like yeah. something, you know, crazy ass story where like, Almost you know, like there's intense, like a yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like intense know, without empathize. being... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just it's more like character driven and it's more like um feel like emotional driven and yeah. how and intellectually driven than something that's just like big flashy lights here, da da da. And I think like that kind of thing, at least at my school, was a little looked down on in comparison yeah. to like the fucking like ten guys in the class who was like, I want to make mine like reservoir dogs. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, this again? Uh, like uh, that is what I thought. But then you know, there, were, there were also people who were supportive of that. I, w- yeah. I just got put in classes. I feel. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned like, you know, there were instances where people would just like be blatantly sexist, right? Um, so do you have any like firsthand experiences with like? sexism or even like discrimination like in general in your like film industry because i know that i've had my fair share of people telling me some whack-ass shit (laughs) but i'm just curious if like even like both of you if you guys have ever experienced anything like that well for me uh i don't really well i did experience some sexism in like my engineering yeah like stuff but i was like always on top of things and I would always talk to my professors so I would always be like uh talking to the professors and I would be back then aqua back then would always be like uh give my professors like uh, nicknames I guess you can say Mm -hmm. I don't know it was wild and (laughs) and um because I was like oh you know what the better I know these professors the more I can get into a job and I was like hustling it I was like always there, always going after school, this and that. And um, I think the only time, like, in engineering was this guy who's like, yeah, I wanted to go into mechanical engineering to do, do like, cars and, like, um, like motorcycles. And then there was another guy who's like, oh, I want to do civic engineering to do bridges and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I want to do mechanical engineering and then I want to do, like, aerospace engineering because, like, blah, blah, blah. And they mm-hmm. both rolled their eyes. And I called them out. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. And then I, uh, for my, like, project, I did, like, how um, women aren't presented as engineers, mm-hmm. but there has been, like, they have been, like, hidden where, like, Barbie was an aerospace engineer. Like, that was yeah. one of her jobs. And, like, I guess... Um, that's what a lot of my professors like that I really like advocated 
for that. But yeah, yeah I think that's the only thing. But in art, oh my God, those guys <laughs> in art. Too much. <laughs> These men in my art classes, bro, they like, they draw a portrait of women and they're like, I'm drawing this woman to like show women's suffrage and this and that. Uh, my art professors, my art professors like, uh, I see your intention. You come from a good heart, but like your technique is bad. You know, I can see uh, like, like she does this for everyone, right? Like she's actually giving critique, and then yeah. he goes back to his seat. And he's like, "Oh, this fucking bitch! Oh, she doesn't know." <laughs> oh my she's god! Because yeah, she's a fucking woman, and the like suffering or... of women. Oh fuck that yeah. bitch! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and god! I so like, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then he stopped showing up to his class, and then. Um, at the end of class, she was like, well, I need to talk to you because you've missed class and legally I was supposed to drop you. I didn't yeah. drop you because I felt like, you know, you were you were showing potential. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I only missed four days. And then the girl who sat next to me, she was like, no, you missed more than four days. <laughs> uh, sir. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah have had experiences along those lines too like I, I did a project as well about like um you know how like who, I dare anyone to try to name like five female audio engineers that are like super like held on a pedestal because <laughs> baby there's like three <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean so I did like a project all about like women in the audio industry and like it I didn't have anyone during that specific presentation be like oh wow that's that's some whack shit but I definitely have had experiences with like showing something like I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the musical uh, artist Ginger. She's like a, a metal singer like she she like does metal music and she screams and like sounds like really deep like low guttural screaming. It's really fucking impressive because like women typically don't have that like really low sound. So I was doing a presentation about her in my history of Western music class and like every single person in there was making jokes about how like oh that's what my girl sounds like when she's hungry and like what oh. that's what that's what it's like when like you don't give your girl sex and i'm like like okay. <laughs> when you don't <laughs> give your girl sex like okay it's just like met with that kind of like you know those kind Sexism. of situations yeah. yeah it's just like straight up like you're being gross you know what i mean and then yeah. the the typical like uh i had some guy tell me that um uh, I wasn't going to be able to be a live sound engineer because I'm a woman because I would have to take a week off for my period every month. <laughs> and I was oh, like, sir. Works. I take a week off every month for my period. <laughs> I wish. Oh I could, wouldn't that be freaking awesome? Like if I could just sick. like legally yeah. take they a week off. That. Absolutely. That. Yeah. But he, he was like shitting on me and then I want like I used to get fake nails all the time and like I would function perfectly fine with fake nails and they weren't like ridiculously long. They were mm -hmm. like you know couples centimeters right and he would tell me that like I can't lift anything because I would break a nail and whatever whatever and I've had issues with this guy in the past too like the same guy told me that because I did I did a project on uh the song woman by Kesha and I did like yeah. a project about like the brass section of that song and yeah. he told me in the class with our only female professor that um that song was sexist and she clocked the fuck out of that boy real quick she was like there's a time and a place for you to say things like that and this is not the time nor the place and he was like oh sorry and i'm like pop off like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so definitely have had experiences with that i'm not sure if you've ever had any situations or oh. anything <laughs> no, okay, yeah i it's, mean 
Ugh. Any, I mean, you guys know this. Anything in a technical field, like yeah. it's a cesspool. Like, because yeah. the thing is, like, and I was talking to Pangu a little bit about this, but like, things like technical professions and things are so gatekept, and like <laughs> the language used for it is so exclusive of outsiders. Yeah, and like anybody who wants to learn how to do these things, it's like the yeah. bar is like up here for starting, but like. You know, most most men and boys are, are raised kind of with the with that just being more prevalent in their lives, caring about things like that more and technical things and how things work. Like I didn't grow up giving a fuck about how things work. I was just like, they work. I love that. And they so do, like <laughs> somebody somebody did that and now it's working. And then, you know, like gradually I got really interested in in cinematography and editing and stuff because you know they're they're important i think they fully make or break a film and can add like a whole different undertone and different meaning and it just makes things look professional and and better and i was like okay i want to do that so that was like a journey to get into um you know because these things those things are super like numbers oriented you have to know mm -hmm. the way like a camera works inside and out every yeah. camera works differently all yeah. the lenses are different all the brands are different yeah. like everything's different for everything there's a lot a lot to learn and like mm -hmm. It just felt like, I don't know, like people, you you couldn't ask any questions about that without forever being like, oh, she doesn't know shit. I know everything about this. Yeah, I was bored yeah. with all this knowledge. Lonely and so I felt very like isolated in that experience because I was like, who do I talk to? Like literally, yeah. who do I talk to about questions? Like, because I, I just can't deal with like the looking, like being looked down upon because like it's just it's so much like I think like I would get like a nice image and like in my films for these classes like they'd be like oh that looks good whatever but I was like if I want to ask a question about how to be better then it's gonna be like yeah. forever like oh she doesn't know shit actually yeah. she got like lucky or whatever yeah. um yeah. eventually and I found like um a, a girl who's a cinematographer and who was like two years older and like I just she just helped me so much because she was like girl it's ass out there like yeah <laughs> it's horrible and Sucks. yeah and I, I mean so that general thing has carried over i and like and just being like like i they you know for these projects in school like they would kind of assign you different things being like okay so he's gonna direct uh who wants to do camera who wants to do editing whatever and so there was this one documentary um that we did on like winter surfers that was really interesting we like <laughs> yeah. drove up to maine and like um, just kind of profiled all these people who like would surf like in Maine winter and it was That's it was like a wild it was really fun yeah um anyway I was set to be the cinematographer and this like piece of shit I literally hate this guy so much he, <laughs> he just didn't let me use the camera it was like oh, my full God. job and like he wasn't good like I was like you know what he at least must be like a god if he is so insistent <laughs> on doing this if he like he really won't let me do my own job and so he you know he must be like the academy the award cinematographer, cinematographer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then me and the director sat down to edit it and we're like everything out of focus everything underexposed we're just like what what is this and oh, I don't know, no. just shit. and then for my current job um i started working like i started working there like three years ago and i had a different job than i do now so i kind of like kicked off um the like original video production for the social video brands um mm -hmm. and so when i got there the team was really small like three to four people and none of them knew how to use a camera um so i like just i started and like immediately realized this and i was like oh this is a problem yeah. like i could just tell that everything like looked wrong and like not good and i was like okay so i like 
I had to train a bunch of people and, you know, we kept like onboarding people's years went by and I had to like train everybody who came in. Obviously I was never paid more for this. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classically. And then like, you know, like a month or so after training my, one of my coworkers who did this, he started talking to me like, like he trained me and I was just like, you literally didn't know how to do this at all. Like a month ago. Yeah, and then I would make yeah. one mistake. Like, so actually, if you do this, I was like, no, 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 sir. Absolutely not. Like I look oh. away for one second and he's like, he's like, oh, so actually like that's not in focus right now. And I was like, I can't stand this. Yeah. And like just little, I, I, again, it's more like microaggressive stuff where like, yeah. they just won't like, I feel like talent is never paid. I mean, like, I don't know, you're never paid your due for knowing more or for teaching people how to do something when you're not super like loud and like annoying about it, basically. Like I did it on the low. I was like, it was part of my job as I saw it. So I Mm -hmm. didn't make like a show of it. But then, you know, as soon as I taught these, these guys how to do it, they made a show of it. And it was like, oh, I know how to do everything. I'm the best. I'm the greatest. Yeah, I feel like I haven't. Yeah. I haven't ever had any situations like that. Like whenever I would be doing like my work, like actively like recording or like, you know, setting up and stuff or like I, I was lucky enough to have almost like the opposite kind of reaction where it's like, um, I started to become the person that people would come to and ask help whenever something was not going on. Right. You know, like in, if something in the studio was broken, like it, it, it felt like people, like people were like gassing me up. They were like, Oh, just go ask, you know, <laughs> go ask Pagu. It's not my real name, but you know, go ask Pagu for, for like how we do this. Like I used to work at what we call the cage, which is where we'd keep all of our like equipment and stuff. And they would like pop out of the studio and be like, Hey, can you come help me? Like, I don't know why the U87, like it's not making any sound like, please is it broken? I'm like, you know, I don't, <laughs> and I would go in there and be like, oh, like you didn't plug in, like just very simple stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't plug it into the wall, like kind of stuff. But like, I, I'm lucky that I never experienced anything where it's like when you teach someone to do something, they kind of like flip it on you. Like it was always, I was always faced with a lot of like gratitude and like, oh, like you're like, you're really awesome. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> or like, it was almost like they were surprised, like not of negative, course, yeah. not negative reactions of like, wow, I didn't know a woman could do this. It was like, yeah almost like wow like I I I wasn't expecting you to like be I, I never came across as like a negative thing for me um but it's it's so crazy to hear like people would just completely take it and flip it and be like oh wow did you know how to do that like yes I taught you how to do that like <laughs> yeah I feel like it was like a real mixed bag because uh I like it definitely was like people would come to me for questions which again like at first I was like, oh, this is, like, so flattering that yeah. everyone thinks I know how to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, for a lot of the things, like, sure, I did. Um, But then it became this thing where, like, just because I wasn't obnoxious about knowing how to do my work, like, the newer people who started would eventually start going to, like, this guy I'm talking about. And what would he do? He would slack me and be like, hey, how do you do this? And, yeah. like, I'd be like, yeah, you do this. Because I thought, like, he's just asking for him. But it's like, no, he's, like, then turning around and presenting this to a crowd like he just figured it out. Yeah. And it's just, that part was, like, pretty annoying to me. <laughs> but yeah. it's also, like, I mean, whatever. Like, I-, I want people to have these skills and to know how to do this if they want to do this. And, like, the means of that are kind of, like, whatever. And then I, I feel like the other thing is like, um, the other thing, what was I going to say? God, it's like, then I felt like if I didn't know how to do anything that I would immediately have been like, um, 
like looked at as like, oh, she actually doesn't know anything. So mm-hmm. it, I think it, mm-hmm. to be on like that pedestal of like the, the expert at this is re- like pretty scary when you're a woman because then like, God forbid you don't know one question that it's like, oh, do people think I actually don't know anything at all? Um, right. Yeah. It's something I experienced. Um, but also, I don't know, I believe in like self-flirting. So for the most part, with most <laughs> yeah. things you can really just Google it. Like, honestly, you can. Yeah, like a YouTube <laughs> um, video or something. Yeah. yeah. If you have like a base understanding of what you're doing and then look up specific things, it, it's likely that you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, just crazy experiences. People think that they can just i don't know walk almost like walk all over you and like yeah oof, <laughs> oof. Yeah. um aqua do you want to go on i know this was something that you yes. were you wanted to talk about a little bit with the and story. uh my idea was that like what are your thoughts on people like saying that women are more successful on twitch because they are women slash because of their body or their looks or anything and like does that also mirror like your film industry background and your current job and like for example i wanted to bring up a specific story like pokimane you know pokimane right of course (laughs) queen and um, i have no choice we can't help yeah but um streamed on twitch and still had an average viewer count of 1.1k you know, and her average viewer count is like around that or more sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like people were still bashing it on her and or some people were saying, oh, but that's because we all know how she looks, you know? Yeah. 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 I feel like that that's an interesting question because I it's something I think about a lot and like in life. And like, I feel like as like a low self-esteem haver I feel like I often don't like benefit from like the like woman thing in terms yeah. of like physical attributes like I don't think I'm like super hot and therefore like accruing clicks like crazy on my thumbnail <laughs> like, I really, like, I, and like I, I don't know that could just be me because like whatever like issues yeah. with myself yeah. but like I I found it hard to start streaming on Twitch because I was like mortified that people would like make fun of me or whatever. I was like that, that was the only thing holding me back. And like always is the only thing holding me back from any kind of like public facing thing, like a YouTube video or whatever. Like I, uh, I just like don't want to see negative things about myself. Yeah. yeah. It can be really Um, like disheartening. Like it can, it can get you down if you, if you let it like get in, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I feel like, you know, just like, just like women and like, I'm overweight, overweight women find different ways to skirt around. Like, being seen in a way that is going to cause that sort of reaction so mm-hmm. it felt like nearly revolutionary for in my <laughs> personal life for me to be like okay I'm gonna like go on camera yeah <laughs> and like be a person who like exists on the internet yeah. um and not just like on like twitter or whatever yeah. so like I I just like I don't think that I I just yeah I feel like I can't relate to like Pokemane for example yeah. and like I, I think, like, in a way, like, I know when I go on Twitch, I'm, like, so much more likely to click on a woman than yeah. a man. Yeah. And that's just because I want to watch streamers I relate to. And, like, many of the, like, sweaty guys on Twitch, like, I'm not going to relate to, like, what they're offering. Especially a lot of it is, like, gameplay oriented. Like, while I appreciate yeah. people who are good at video games, I'm not, like, 
wow, that's crazy. Like I yeah. <laughs> like I want to watch a sick gamer. Like, no, I want to yeah. like hang out with someone like. Um, and so I mean, but that being said, I found so many men on Twitch that I do like. Yes. But these are the same kinds of men I would like in real life who are kind of like softer, who don't have that like the shackles of masculinity weighing the, the chad down. vibes <laughs> yeah like i do, i'm like a chadless person there are no mm-hmm. chads in my life i love it that way i, <laughs> I am like the a chad. chadless exactly. I, yeah we are the chad, the chad in my narrative yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah like i and yeah i mean in that way like I feel like I I do have like a girls and gays community for the most part. And like, that's, that's what I would have, that reflects my real life. That's like my friend groups. Like that is, that is my social groups. Like, and so it makes sense that I would, you know, both seek out and like attract that same thing on Twitch. Um, That's what I say too. Like my, my, like I I want to attract the gays, like not even just like the girls and the gays, like just, Come on, yeah, come over here. Just everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go. And, yeah, like if you know, if like straight men like me, all the yeah. better. But you yeah. know, my my focus in life has never been to impress straight men. So yeah. I just, yeah, I can't really care about that. So yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think it's complex for sure. Um, and I think, I think it's not like we probably still benefit from it for from a way because like i'm sure men will still like click on you because you're like oh woman time <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know how that works yeah. i'm not in their brains <laughs> yeah. um yeah that's kind of where i'm at with that but we yeah, still pick up their brains rent free yeah exactly. <laughs> rent free oh my god exactly. i just think like i thought that was like an interesting story about pokey because i've seen it a lot on her social media as well Is like she's been talking about people who are telling her oh like people only watch you because you're like a woman and whatever and they just like to look at you and and stuff and she was even like you know I did a no camera stream for like how like I don't even know how many hours and her average was still the exact same so it's like Mm -hmm. I I feel like no matter how big you get on the platform like you're still gonna get that criticism like I yeah I think you have to be really dense to think that people would come back and watch somebody consistently just because they like how they look. And I that's think the that's thing. Like, like it's, it's not even, stupid. and it's not even just something that has to do with like men, right? Like it's, it's yeah. literally like, there are so many people out there and I have seen every and all people of the, like the gender spectrum say things along the lines of you're just growing on Twitch because you're a woman. Like that's, I've seen it from everyone. It's not specifically like, sure it's majority, but like, it's not specifically a like, Oh, that's a crusty man thing. Like, yeah. Some people truly believe that people only find success on Twitch, a primarily male dominated industry and career because they're a woman. Like it, yeah. It blows it's mine. Dope. So, like, I feel like, and, like you said, you literally just have to be fucking dense to think that. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, and like, there's like, for sure, Twitch definitely has more men, but there's also no shortage of women on this website. Like, it's not yeah. an anomaly to see a woman streaming on this yeah. website. So, it does feel like extra stupid to think that you would grow specifically because you're a woman yeah. when there are so many women out there. Like, yeah. I. I don't think anyone comes into my stream and like follows me because they think I'm like the hottest woman alive. I know for a fact like 15 million hotter women are streaming yeah, at this yeah, time. Yeah, like there's a lot. But... <laughs> yeah. So it's... that's like anything, just chalking up a su- the success of someone to like yeah. something stupid because they can't attribute 
humanity and like talent and a personality to a woman mm-hmm. uh, and, and like, you know when she did her like no makeup stream right like people oh my gosh yeah people trashed on her so much they're like oh pucky's so brave because she doesn't have like like it's a hard thing to do like i'm sitting yeah. here with no makeup on too like i look i feel crusty i feel nasty like yeah I'd be she's and, and like she's also so much bigger the, like she's like one of the top what like five ten streamers like at, mm-hmm. on the platform period not even just like yeah. female like she's a huge fucking streamer and to to be vulnerable with a crowd that big yeah. like that takes a lot of fucking guts like period For it doesn't sure. matter who you are like yeah, to, to go outside and like walk in front of like 1.3 thousand fucking people with your fucking pants off like yeah. come on like it's it, scary. It, it's, it, it's scary yes it's being vulnerable it's like you know or like you know you don't want to like walk outside with it it's just and it, it also brings up like <laughs> the, the men who perpetuate this like first of all i i don't want to bring any attention to this person um it's the person with a k and ends with a star you guys <laughs> oh, can uh-huh. put it to <laughs> uh-huh. i don't get and, it but continue it's <laughs> uh, star Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. He literally brought it back up. He brought her photo back up with her yeah. with no makeup. He's and, disgusting. And called her a two out of ten. And yeah, I'm I remember like, that, yeah. Why don't we perpetuate women to numbers? Like also just imagine your career being like you you profit off making people feel like shit. What is that? Yeah. That's so pathetic. Just in general, too. Like not again, not even like at women, like just in general. Like his whole career is just making people feel bad yeah like, yeah. And like you have to sleep at night knowing that like that's and especially crazy. since he has a wife and he has like kids like yeah so going, i guess like <laughs> like i guess secure the bag but like that's a bad way to fucking secure the bag so it's mm. just i i just hate that people like that can have a career yeah doing something like like yeah. have this this a career like this is such a privilege like to be like a content creator and yeah, make and like full-time ass money like you can support yourself and you have like pocket cash like that's crazy yeah but like him yeah. why why there's a lot of people that? that also like follow in his footsteps too and think like oh like i'm gonna do commentary stuff like that where i'm literally just making fun of people like just making fun of people for a living and Oh, yeah. That kind of like goes into our next question of like, there are people who do that as creators. There are people who do that on YouTube who I've had firsthand experience with a guy on YouTube who was live streaming. I don't know if you remember this, Aqua, but yes, I, don't, I, do. I don't think you were there, but I told you like after the fact, this is when I had to like emergency mod one of my friends. <laughs> but this guy from YouTube was live streaming himself going into <laughs> the LGBT tag, LGBT tag in on Twitch and uh hate rating like i know you just yeah. had a, a experience with hate rating as well but like oh my god really yeah yeah so oh he god, he sent over it. like 60 to 100 people all telling me like really bad like homophobic slurs and saying that i had to go to the gym and whatever like sure, yeah. just nasty things like that so kind of like going on that side of this question because i i don't really want to discuss anything that has to do with things that are happening on twitch regarding safety i personally Mm. don't feel comfortable talking about it but um so going along the lines of like trolling hate rating stuff like that do you feel like twitch is a safe place for its creators in general like not even if you're male female whatever gender you identify as like do you think that it, it genuinely is like a safe place or 
do you have like anything that you feel would make it kind of safer as well? I like, think, I think, okay. So I've actually been super, um, and in, not involved in this, but yeah. I did get a hate raid and a bunch, it happened to, they, they were just going on the animal crossing tag and, and hitting a bunch of people. Yeah. Disgusting oh, shit. Yeah. Disgusting shit. And like, I ended up befriending a couple of the other people it happened to. Um, and you know, we've been talking and we, we, someone found the original broadcast and this is another person who is completely profiting off literally his stream is going into people's streams sending racist sexist yeah. fucked up hate was he on twitch or was he on another planet no, okay so this is the problem and this is what i think twitch needs to find a way to deal with because like he's this particular guy is super deplatformed from the liberal uh <laughs> social platforms he's banned on youtube he's banned on twitch he's banned on he was banned on mixer you know stuff like Jeez. that he's but there will always be fringe media for as long as everything exists and so the site he uses to do these things right now is the basis of it is free speech racism um yeah just being able to openly be like a piece of shit and have no repercussions also he owns a percentage of it so any reports about him go to him um and then he just doxes the people who report him like Real piece of shit hours. And it's just like, I, we all wrote separate complaints to Twitch being like, there needs to be something you, you can do about this. Like, I know he's coming from an external site. I know there's nothing you can do to get that external site to come down, but like, there like needs to be something. I, uh, he uses a VPN. Of course, like all pieces of shit are going to use a VPN. Of course it's a VPN. So, it's just like. Like there needs, I don't know what how to fix it because like I understand why Twitch can't really do much. I mean, they could definitely do more. They haven't banned a lot of the like fucked up usernames he used yeah. in that raid. Like I reported all yeah. those people. Everybody reported all those people. Some of their accounts still exist. That's yeah. wrong. That's, That's not cool. Wrong. <laughs> Especially yeah, if like, it happened yeah. to multiple creators. Like it wasn't just oh, yeah. you. You know, he it was like it. he handful. does it all the time. Yeah, he yeah. he literally streams like four days a week and just does this. So That's disgusting. It's so and, like, stupid, bro. Like doing the minimal because even with a VPN, you can track someone down really easily. Um, all it takes is with, with, say, for example, someone is using a VPN. This is like sort of into programming, but it's sort of what I picked up along the way is that how many times they use that site and go to the same amount of people to the same thing. You can track that down. Mm-hmm. to the server like vpn mm-hmm. and then they can get like, their ip address and the that. ip oh, interesting that has yes. the vpn so, like connected. even if you have a vpn your mm-hmm. computer is still logging into that place yeah so you right. can still get tracked down like that's what fbi uses that's what it, it's very like it's just a different to- server like it's it doesn't yeah. it doesn't show like where you are it's just like somewhere else it's right, like you're yeah. like, like, like being hosted from like norway or something yeah, yeah. Right. And they can, it's like, find like, that server and track it back to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I, think more could be done from Twitch's side. And, like, I think it does suck that it falls on the creators. And to be honest, I mean, who does this happen to? This happens to women. This happens to people of color. This happens to trans LGBT. people. Yeah. This happens to queer people. That's yeah. who this happens to. Yeah. And so, you know, you're already on the, like, fringes, basically, of this website as yeah. any of those groups. And the fact that then you have to handle that and like count on your mods to be present if your mods are present it's like okay now i'm like fucked like i have to like do crowd control on all this crazy stuff that's yeah, happening we had to me. go on a sub only chat 
Yeah. Because I, I did it, follower only chat and then they were following and then yeah, exactly. So I had to do subscriber only chat. Wait. Like they'll wait. And like yeah. I ended my stream because I was I was like that had never happened to me. I was just like freaking out. And it was yeah. so many of them. Like I had 50 follows I had to go and block. And like <laughs> They were so persistent and I ended my stream and, and his VOD, he's just like making fun of me for ending my stream. And he's yeah. like, Oh, we got him, boys. I'm like, Yeah, congrats, dude. Like, that's so cool. sick. You I, made me end I my stream live an hour later. Like, congrats. Like you, you went back on. Yeah, because I was like, I because I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't know if it was like a targeted harassment thing. I didn't realize he was literally just he was just going on a spree, like just yeah. to end women or LGBT people. And just to end women. Women are done. Yeah. <laughs> women, so we I, don't know them. <laughs> and yeah, it was, yeah. he's really stupid. Um, and it yeah, sucks because, yeah. like, um, there was a recent interview with Jeff Bezos, and somebody, like, a lot of people commented on, like, hey, about um, people copywriting music on your platform with no real proof. And, like, Jeff Bezos basically said, well, I don't know much about that. Um, I'm going to have to f figure that out, or uh, I'm going to look into that. Like, yeah. come on, dude, you bought yeah. this you bought the this platform. platform. This is your it. problem now. Yeah. yeah, you bought like a crazy, like emerging new media website, yeah. and, you and it's a, like you a lawless know. land. It like Twitch is, it is. literally lawless. And it basically is. Yeah, the people who are representing like the safety, I want to say the safety brigade, like aren't really representing Twitch as all, or they're not even paying attention to like the proof. Like, yeah. hey, um, this is this person has been harassing me or this person this is what's going on and they're like okay we'll look into it but like shit you have the connections to higher ups how come you're not advocating for this yeah you know it's just it like yeah i think like selling any website that has user interaction mm -hmm. should not well there shouldn't be websites like amazon but they, they, yeah. they should not be owned by companies like that because yeah. They do not have your best interests. Once they get that check, they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm making money off all these people doing this. And Twitch yeah. is the best platform to do this on. Yeah. Like pretty objectively. And, you know, it's on the surface nice and, you know, has all these like, like the pride emotes and stuff like that. And that's great. I do think on a base level, Twitch does does encourage diversity and whatnot on its platform. Mm -hmm. But as far as safety goes, they aren't thinking about it mm -hmm. and yeah. i mean i in general i still feel that i feel that most of the users of twitch are good people like i that was the first time i've had like genuinely like fucked up people yeah. come into my chat and yeah. they didn't even come from they didn't come from twitch like i think you know there are trolls here and there but i think a lot of the people are well-meaning and just want to find people they like and just yeah. want to hang out especially like within you know our communities um and so, you know, I, I think, like, it's not super a user problem. I think it is, like, an external safety problem. Like, these raids coming from YouTube, these raids coming from Discord, these raids coming from whatever fringe media. Like, mm -hmm. and they need to figure out what to do because I've just seen, like, so, so many hate raid things on Twitter lately. Like, I feel like and it's, people like, quit now more than ever. People, like, of course people quit. Because, yeah. you know, if the person who is doing those things, right, they get like a really funny reaction, quote unquote, like yeah. not, you know, they get a reaction yeah. that they enjoy that their community, I hate to call it a community, that their little gremlins mm -hmm. like, right? Like, they're going to yeah. keep going back to that person. Like, if you, yeah. if you have an instance that. where, yeah, like they keep coming back, like, 
it forces people to like quit and it even goes as far as to like okay we've we've done this multiple times what can we do now okay we can dox them like we can yeah. we can like show all their private information it can it can even get to the point where it's like they become stalkers they become physical it becomes like oh, an really? actual like legal problem so like it's like Anita, and yeah. twitch isn't helping her yeah it yeah. it can it's terrifying um another thing i wanted to kind of like go back on is uh as you were saying like it, it's happening to like LGBT, you know, just the people that it's happening to. Um, I know personally that there's a lot of people who are scared to use the LGBT tag mm-hmm. that are part of the community that don't want to use it because they don't want to put their community in a bad position if anything like that does happen because yeah. those are the people that are getting targeted. So yeah, like, I personally feel scared to use it. Like yeah. I, I think it's scary. Yeah, yeah, I use it all the yeah. time. I've that's how that person found me. I do get scared and this is part of like, I mean like, okay, I do get scared because I don't want my community to see those things because I know that it can hurt some people. Mm-hmm. But I know that personally, I know that those things that they're saying are not true. They're not, they're not like, you know, they're not coming for my life. Like they're not like, they're not like personally saying, you know what I mean? Like they're trying yeah. to get a kick yeah. out of you. Like they're yeah. trying to get you to say something that they're like, Oh, that's funny. Like, so that's why I use it. And I also use it because I want to connect with other people that are LGBT. I want them to know that I'm part of LGBT. Like I am, I'm bisexual. I want them to know that I want to connect with people on a deeper level like that. But it just hurts when I see that people are scared to use it, that they're scared to identify as that, as LGBT, because they don't want to get hate for it. Like you can't, there, there's people who can't do that in real life and now they can't do it in Twitch. Like they can't do it in their own community like that shit fucking hurts like it makes me so sad and i feel like being able to like i don't i don't have any like recommendations on how twitch could like fix it but like having some sort of like heavier moderation on tags like that (laughs) so that people aren't scared to identify how they want to identify on their platform on their own community in their own space like it makes me sad and ugh. It's just I, so I like, stupid. I feel like, yeah, there's like the aspect of like, I've, I've been hesitant just because of my own like identity things. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like, I've, you know, had that experience of having mm-hmm. like a hate raid. And like, yeah. I, I know, like for me, whatever, like I will get over it again. I know it's not targeted, but it would like suck for people to think that that is like a thing that happens yeah. on my screen that like they don't want to hang out because like. There might oh, be yeah, some, like, like Nessa keeps getting, like, nasty later. people. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, like, why do I have to worry about yeah. that? That's, like, insane. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, and um, that's, Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. like, another reason why my community is 18 plus, too. Yeah. Can you imagine if you had, like, 15, 14-year-old kids? Because yeah, exactly. they're kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Imagine having children in your community. And then you get hate rated with all of these nasty, disgusting things. Mm-hmm. And that child sees it and they're like, this is how Twitch is. This is yeah. how you talk to people. Yeah. I, Bruh, I like, someone, no. <laughs> I had someone in my chat the day it happened who was super sweet. And, and they were like, this is my first day on Twitch, whatever. So we had been like talking. They were having a great time. Oh. And then the hate rate happens and they were like in my Discord. They were like, does this happen all the time? I was like, no, this, this, this doesn't happen all the time. This isn't, this, this isn't what Twitch is, but it, it happens and it needs, there just need to be more preventative measures. And it's just sad that, yeah, it's just, I, I just think so much about 
things yeah. like incel culture and how that's like inherently like sociopolitical in a sense and like just how just how people go down that road and like I think people need to be doing way more in personal just like in, in, for education and things like that like like de-radicalizing these like young boys from thinking that you know like yeah. shit posting and like joining these hateful groups ironically or whatever is like the answer to like their woes because that is what is actually perpetuating this and like yes, these like exactly. older men profiting off them are completely feeding it and it, it's just that it's just not good for anybody like we mm. can see that because we're not like that yeah. and we don't get a kick out of these things and we know they're not funny or good yeah but you know, it, it's just sad. The whole thing mm -hmm. is sad. And it just, it creates so many problems that feel helpless as a creator. Yeah. And uh, where's and, that Twitch safety council at? Like, yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> And Absolutely. like, speaking about safety, like, because of like how Twitch is, do you feel yourself gravitating more towards like female content creator? Because I see myself clicking more on a female content creator than a male content creator, unless I know or unless I've talked to them. Um, and like, do you feel like, do you stay within your own bubble or like corner of Twitch or like with your community? And like, does it affect like how, or like who you make connections with? Yeah, so I think um, I definitely do gravitate to streams from women, streams with the LGBTQ tag, um, things like that. Um, my I'm at a point now where my recommended like algorithm has actually become pretty decent. Mm -hmm. And so even mm -hmm. usually I'll, I'll like think I'm branching out sometimes be like, oh, I don't know anyone in this community. I'm going to make some friends. There's always some overlap because, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, <laughs> Mr. Bezos knows who we're going to and who's talking and who's chatting and whatever. <laughs> Literally, um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, I definitely, I don't, I don't dislike like male streamers. I really don't. It's <laughs> like, I, cause like, okay, so I check out the things on my recommended. I check out friends of streams and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, the friends I've made myself. Um, and, you know, sometimes I'll just be like, I'll have like a hankering, just watch someone play a certain game. So like, yeah. I, I found one of my like best friends from Twitch uh, looking at the Fire Emblem Three Houses tag and yeah. he's a dude. And like, he's, but again, it's not like, not like a pro gamer, like sweaty guy, just like a yeah. nice yeah. guy. <laughs> and like just yesterday, I like found a guy streamer who I like really like a lot playing yeah. like Stardew Valley. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I watched like Julian, like Julian sold me to like, I love his streams. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. I don't, I don't like actively chat and stuff, but it's like, I, I enjoy, yeah, like literally yeah. someone in the chat just said Julian and his group of friends are like the only male streamers that I watch. Like, yeah, it's it, like, yeah, there are good pockets of it, I feel. Yeah. And it's like, I and it depends on what attracts you to a stream. Like I take like titles into account a lot. Like if somebody has a funny title, I'm like, huh, I'm gonna click on it. Like yeah, I'm like, yeah like, exactly. Gratification monkey. I'm like yes, yeah. Because um, I I really like funny people. I like to watch funny people. So like I will click on funny people. <laughs> um, yeah, and, yeah. And so that I kind of I look at that kind of blindly. Like if I see a funny title, I'm gonna watch the person and give them a shot. Um. And, and yeah, but I mean, aside from that, I, I do find myself kind of in like a, it's like a really big bubble at this point. Yeah. But it is a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, the it's like, you know, an expanding diagram of like, okay, Literally, I know yeah. Pongu, and now I have Theo, and now I have Aqua, and then I have... I did yeah. the same yeah. thing recently, like, yeah. I watched you, and then I found Hot No Crossing, I found Katie. Yeah. And then the other day, I was literally just scrolling through the Animal Crossing directory, and I came across Jupiter, and I was like, this yeah. person's aesthetic is perfect, like... 
chef's kiss. And then I was like, something happened where I think either you came into the chat or something. And I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) all of these people are connected. Like they know each other or like you interacted on Twitter or something like that. It was just (laughs) all the, it's a big bubble, but it's a bubble. Like you guys know each other. Like I went into like Ashley Roboto's stream this morning and Theo was chatting in there Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I know you. (laughs) Like there was a raid one time where like pomegranate was a part of the raid and it was just like so random, but I'm like, bro, like I know these people, like it's a small world, but yeah, like I, it is, I think the algorithm and like the recommended page makes you think it's like a bigger thing than it is. But like yeah. they're there because people you know are there. Like exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so kind of going off of what we were talking about earlier and stuff, I know people were asking in chat, but um, do you have any advice or just for whether it's like for people working in a male dominated industry or anyone who's thinking of getting into streaming in general or like if they're a woman do you have any advice that you would give anybody for that yeah I think I think you shouldn't let like something I think you shouldn't allow yourself to be intimidated by things that seem overwhelming because Mm -hmm. this is like I have like some like comfort phrases in my brain for me (laughs) and one of them Mm -hmm. is like no one is born knowing this and it's true because I I think it does feel like I think a lot of like men that I experienced in the film industry it literally felt like they came out of the womb like camera and knowing everything my own partner my own boyfriend I get I'm like bro like how do you know this shit like he's so smart different like like, my boyfriend too like he I feel like he knows everything like I I do feel like he knows everything and like or at least can has the tools to figure out anything and has the confidence to be like are you guys in the same industry no so he uh he he is a chef and he oh, also okay. does a lot of he's also a musician and he does like uh instrument repair as okay, like a yeah. side thing and he yeah. really likes it but my boyfriend and i are in the same exact industry like... oh god that was that might be a lot i don't know how <laughs> sometimes i'm like fuck <laughs> but yeah, yeah that could be a bit oh um, continue yeah. yeah no i just like i think he's so cool because like he'll he'll like find a broken speaker at goodwill and he'll bring it home because he knows it's a good speaker and then he'll fix it and i'm like what the fuck like i would never have the confidence in myself to do that to to fix fix a whole speaker do a little project like yeah whatever and i think like it like it's important to have that confidence and just like like what do you have to lose really with things like that or like you know with trying trying out a male dominated industry as a whole and also I would say the most important thing is to seek out women role models or just Mm -hmm. mentors and people you can relate to because I know like I am like so happy to help anyone who has questions about streaming, who has questions about cameras, editing. Like I know I have been there. I have not known shit and I have felt like I can't ask anybody. Yeah. And that it's I have felt isolated by that. And like have you ever have you ever had people like Because I know it's happened to me, like anyone come into your chat and be like, oh, I'm sorry if this is like self promo or something. But like, do you have any like advice on just like starting streaming? Like, do you ever get those? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. And, you know, it's it's like another thing where I'm like, I'm I'm happy to do it. Um, Yeah. Because I I know it's it's hard to get into and it's hard to understand. And I think streaming like film has so many things like a PC. Like I didn't know like jack shit literally about what what goes into a computer. Like that was like the furthest thing from my mind. And now like you just take a little time to understand these things and you can. And you know what's good, at least on like a base level, enough to enough to make smart decisions. And I think 
that people think men are experts, but a lot of them just do have that base knowledge to make smart decisions. Yeah, they, and, they research, they're passionate. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Just because people are loud about it doesn't mean they know more. They know more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ju- I think you. I think people should just not be afraid to reach out because I find it incredibly intimidating to to reach out to like women or anybody really for advice. Just because I feel like a lot of us are like we just feel like we can't do it because like it's annoying or it's embarrassing or whatever. And yeah. I think there are some people who don't like that. But if you send someone a DM and you're like, hey, I have a question about streaming or you yeah. know, how did you get started? Do you mind if I ask you about that? Yeah, I think that's a lot better than just like ambushing someone like, hey, yeah. like, oh, that might be a little much. But like, I think another yeah. awesome resource is like stream teams, too. Like I'm part of totally, um, yeah. the Electric Garden, which is like Scream Kiwi's uh, stream team. And I found so many awesome people like I found my best friends through there, too. Like uh, I've gone to Cat catnip was on the podcast i've gone to her for so much advice too like because she's been doing this longer so it's like definitely like try to find those people that you know that they're not gonna like criticize you for for asking for help or asking for advice yeah 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 definitely and And i think it's fine to do it yeah sorry go ahead no sorry i would also say like uh be confident because i feel like um now i did grow up with a male figure in my life but um it was mainly like me and my mom mm-hmm. and then her ex-husband or whatever she was doing. <laughs> and like, I felt like I took on the role of like the male figure. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I always like, like uh, that, like found out, like you have to be confident. Like, um, you can, even if you got to fake it, you know, like fake yeah. it till you make it. Oh my gosh. I was yeah. raised on that. <laughs> exactly and that's how i uh installed our dryer and i don't know if we have a gas leak and i should check that (laughs) (laughs) i mean we haven't died yet so not yet you're still thriving um so yeah do you want to well we should ask our community questions first before we get to this last question so we do have uh two questions from uh people watching today um i'm gonna keep all of them anonymous just in case um but our first question uh is kind of like more of like a broad thing do you have any tips for working remotely and staying productive do you feel like you compare yourself Mm -hmm. and your productivity to your male peers in a positive or negative way so (laughs) i think i have just like anti-capitalism brain rot to a point where i feel like (laughs) i feel like nearly no accountability and oh, no. I, oh, I do what I have to do. And like, from there on, I'm just kind of like, I, like, I yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I feel like when I first started working at my company, I did compare myself a lot. And I was like, what is this doing? This is stressing me out. Yeah. There's nothing I can really do about it. They're going to be annoying and do whatever they want. And like, you know, I just, I'm just not someone who overstates every little accomplishment I do. I don't do my work and be like, I did my work. Cause like, that's yeah. the bare minimum. Like you're supposed yeah. to do your, you're, you got to do your job. Wow. Um, congrats. But, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that I've worked with do that. And, yeah. you know, sometimes they're rewarding for them. And sometimes they're like, what do you want? <laughs> do you want a yeah. cookie? Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah. I mean, for staying productive, I think I'm like a Virgo. So I'm a big like to-do list doer. Having a to-do list is, like, a next level, like, huge brain, five-head thing to do. 
Like, yep. get yourself a whiteboard. <laughs> get yourself like my yeah. boyfriend and I both have whiteboards in our studios. Like, yes. write out everything you got to do. Set exactly. yourself accountable for all that shit. Like, yeah, like that. Like, I, if I make one, like I know I will get things done and actually finish it and do it. If I don't make one, anything could happen. Uh, yeah, so, like <laughs> personally, or also just like if I am really feeling like very overwhelmed, I've set, I've set like specific time frames for each thing like mm-hmm. i know this task takes me roughly an hour i'm gonna pencil it in for like 11 to noon yeah things like that um yeah. but i mean again like i think i think it the eight hour work day is like kind of bullshit for a lot of jobs i just like don't think you need to work eight hours for some jobs like i think it's overkill and so i think like remote work is kind of like putting a spotlight on that where people are like, wow, I'm really, you know, some days I'm doing four hours, some days I'm doing nine hours. Yeah. Like, like, I think your work in these types of things should be based on you getting the things done and not you, like, filling up busy time to be like, oh, I'm doing something. Yeah. I think that's, like, a waste of time. Yeah, I've I've talked to my friends about this, too, because I don't have like a nine to five that I'm working remotely from right now. Mm -hmm. Like that's my job is this. Right. So I've talked to my friends a little bit because some of them have brought up like, you know, working remotely has made my company realize that I don't need to be there. Like I I can do this from home. Like they can save on uh, like they're, they're downsizing their building because they don't even need to have like a building. You know what I mean? Like, especially people who are in like, um, who are in uh like computer engineering and like you know they do like coding and stuff like you really don't need to be there like you can definitely work remotely from that yeah I feel like at this point it's like my dream to work remotely because I like the industries I'm in are so like location locked like these Mm -hmm. jobs are only really in like surplus in New York and LA which are like Uh the most expensive places on earth I like do not want to live in New York anymore it's too expensive it's claustrophobic. Like I want like a room for streaming and yeah. I want to be able yeah. to go outside and see things. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, see I, nature. I like yeah. Like I, yeah. I feel like it's kind of freeing to think that society could shift in a way that is more accepting of remote work on like yeah. a broad spectrum instead of just like these like choice people who have like emergencies or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's just important to figure out uh, a flow that works for you and yeah. like, you know that you're still you know you're not gonna like get fired but also maybe realizing (laughs) that like this like internalized eight hour like we must work eight straight hours thing is a little bogus yeah yeah and Um, even how about those who are like paraplegic or like handicapped you know they can hire more people who need yeah Yeah. definitely yeah yeah. and like hire people who aren't from this elite class that you know can you know pick up and move to brooklyn like i feel like i was like you know blessed to be able to do that and to have the money to do that and like that's just not a real thing like to to get an apartment here you got to basically cop up like six thousand dollars yeah yeah or you know whatever it varies but you know um so yeah i mean it's just a lot to ask of people for a job that they're not even sure they're gonna like Period. <laughs> um, so the the next question, has there been a time at Twitch or at work or even just in general when you've had to assert your authority or knowledge on something when you were uh, doubted or condescended to? Yeah. How did you defeat? <laughs> how did you defend yourself? And this is something that I struggle with myself who who submitted this. Yeah, um, I hate I hate 
asserting anything. Same. <laughs> My biggest wish is that people would just like act respectfully and normal and that I don't have to say anything to get them to do that. But yeah. like, you know, I, I think like there comes, there are instances where I've had to start looking at it as something bigger than me. Cause like I can take a lot of shit. Honestly, yeah. I can. And I'm a little bit unbothered by most things. Like I'm pretty like chill. I love an I'm unbothered like, queen. Yeah, I'm pretty unbothered. <laughs> like I like if someone's being kind of annoying and like backseating, I put up like this is like vaguely it this is like it's annoying, but I'm not gonna like yeah. with them. Like it's yeah. like, whatever. But you know, yeah. there there have been instances recently where like you know, maybe someone doesn't mean it or like maybe they do mean it. And like, they're saying something that's like more broadly offensive to a wider community than just me. That's when I feel the need to, to be like, okay, Vanessa, like you have to like stop being like shy about these things. Yeah. Cause like at that point, I'm not standing up for myself. I'm like assuring that my community feels safe and feels inclusive, which is like my number one priority. Yeah. And like, if somebody's coming in, like, you know, whatever, like, I don't really care about a, losing a single follower because they yeah. are upset that I am questioning their motives or asking them to phrase something differently or just act differently. Like, yeah, I think looking at it like that allows you to be helpful. Um, cause I, I do have a problem standing up for myself or just like feeling like I need to, like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, like, I've, I've tried, I've been I, also, I think like you, on Twitch, you kind of, like, hit a limit at some point where you're, like, you just get, like, a little tired of the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, with my, yeah. like, audio life, like, my my engineering life and stuff, like, I hit a point when I was in school where I was sick of everyone's shit, and I was, like, I've, we talked about this with Theo as well, like, she, she kind of described her job as, like, being a professional bitch. So it's, yeah. like, you yeah. you get, you hit a point, you hit a wall where you're, like, I'm fucking sick of people sitting yeah. here and stepping all over me and yeah. acting like I'm some sweet, innocent little girl. No, mm -hmm. like, fuck you. Like, I'm gonna be bitchy to you. I'm gonna tell you what to do. I'm gonna be powerful because I'm allowed to do that. If I have my male counterparts who are stepping on my toes and, like, acting the same way, why is it, it's that double standard. Like, why is it that they're looked at at being powerful and I'm looked at as being a bitch? Like, no, yeah. I'm, I will be yes. that bitch. Like, I'm going to be powerful because I'm allowed to be powerful and I'm going to step on your toes and I'm going to tell you how to do things. I'm going to direct you because that's my job. Like, you know, so. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I think it's really important to set a precedent of you drawing a line somewhere yeah. because like, I, I feel like I have a tendency to, like, just, like, take all this shit that's thrown at me or whatever and be like, whatever, it's fine. But then mm. at some point, if I'm going to, like, snap about it, everyone's going to be like, whoa, I had no idea you felt that way. Like, I was watching yeah. a streamer once and their her chat, like, the, like, banter she has with her chat is them, like, poking fun at her a lot, which I personally wouldn't like. And Can't do that. <laughs> like, fuck, like, I think a good amount is, like, a healthy amount is fine. Yeah. Like, how I talk to my friends. But... She was, she full on started like crying and like, like, like pleading her chat to please stop making fun of her. Yeah. And I was like, this is so sad. And like a lot of them were like, yeah. well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't make that way. And yeah. she was like, yeah, this is just the first time I'm saying anything, but like, you, you've made me want to quit streaming, yeah. basically. I've had and instances like that too. Like, I am self deprecating. My yeah. humor is incredibly self deprecating. And like, I've had, I don't remember if you remember this, Aqua, but there was yeah. like someone who, 
there's been multiple cases, but there's someone who went into a voice chat with me while we were playing a game and literally would not stop saying how stupid I was and how much of like an idiot I am. And like, oh my gosh, like Pagu, you're such a like, uh, what'd they say? They're like, you're such a like disappointment to me and like all that stuff. And live on stream in voice chat, I ended like, I I got out of the voice chat. I was like, we're gonna play a different game. I went on my BRB screen and I cried because I was, you know, like, sure. I might sit here and be like, I'm an idiot. Like, oh, I didn't even see that. I'm stupid. Like, self-deprecating humor I find it funny so I'm gonna do it whatever I know I'm not I don't actually feel that way about myself but there have been people who would say like oh like Pagu like you're really stupid or like people just like call me stupid in my chat like that's crossing a line like sure I'm gonna joke about it but like there's boundaries right you don't know me you barely know me you've come in my chat like three times don't call me stupid like (laughs) period (laughs) I think that kind of behavior because like I feel like I have a lot of like dynamics with people where like that kind of thing comes up where like they like people when you're just like a chill person and you can kind of like take like you know jabs and whatever like I find that like people who are more insecure will insert themselves above you in a public setting or like in a performative setting like on a stream and try to make you look like shit so they look like cooler or better and it's like you look like an asshole but I don't think they get that and like I I think that's very hard to deal with because it's embarrassing for you and then it's like it's awkward for everybody else and yeah that kind of behavior is just like and like people just get too comfortable because i remember that same person invited you to like chats with their friends like trying to show you off and yeah like like, oh look i know this person and they stream on twitch like i'm not a big streamer like at the time i was like averaging like nine people like i'm not that fucking like woo like a hundred people in my chat like no like (laughs) they were dead ass like getting way too comfortable yeah that's super weird and I feel like I just remembered one other thing. Sorry. I think like the more prevalent like instance where I have to draw a line in chat and I like kind of hate it is <laughs> when um, like I think like there's an issue with people knowing what is and what isn't appropriate to put in a public medium like chat. And I think that's been really difficult to me because while I want people to know I'm there for them and that I support them when it's like extra negative or just like too personal or just like inappropriate but you know something that pertains to like something shitty that's happening in their lives i i find that really hard to handle and Mm -hmm. i've i've kind of had to be like i am not a mental health professional like oh i'm very opinionated on this topic continue (laughs) like i want i want you to feel i want you to have fun here i want you to you know come here to like have a good time and not feel like shit and of course we can vent like that's fine we all do it we all talk about we we live lives like there are burdens that we have but it like i can't like there's only so much i can do i'm one person i'm not i'm here to play video games and like talk shit like i can't give you such great advice do i do you see my do you see a degree that says like therapist or like certificate like no like my stream is mental health based I'm not right. a professional. I stress that all the time. Yeah. And I am more than welcome to hear your problems. I love chatting with people. I love venting. I love giving relationship advice. I love giving life advice. That's just what I do. Don't don't mind it at all. Yeah. But I'm not your emotional trash can. I am. Yeah. No, no. 
And being put on the spot to be that is even stranger because like it's live, a live like, medium. Yes. Like, and you're some people are just out there like dumping their shit on you. And they're like, I'm like, okay, how empathetic or whatever to this am I supposed to be right now? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, there's only so much I can do. And yeah. that is what makes me feel like an asshole when I have yeah, to tell when you don't like that. And I'm like, yeah. please just don't put me in that position. Just like, yeah. know the place and the time for this. Yeah. And that this is not it in this public forum where, you know, there's like 30 people in here. And now yeah, I'm like, yeah. like now I'm <laughs> just in an uncomfortable position like that. And that goes for, you know, IRL friends as well. Like if you have someone who's just using you as their therapist, like, I don't know, yeah. maybe you should probably not be friends with them anymore. <laughs> like, And exactly. set those boundaries. Tell them I don't feel comfortable yeah. talking about this stuff. I recently set that boundary and I have told multiple people who would reach out to me every single day, like multiple people, like five, six people that would reach out to me every single day. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I appreciate you talking to me, but I can't, I can't be yeah. your therapist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I am more than, more than happy if you're having a problem every once in a while, if you have like a relationship issue, if you have something going on with your parents, if you have your dog is sick and you just are sad. Like I am more DM me, like, please, I will be right there. Might not respond immediately, but like, I would love to chat through it with you. Like I'm perfectly fine with that. But it, when it becomes an everyday staple thing, like that's, you gotta, yeah. gotta set your boundaries. And I think doing so is so important. <laughs> like whether yeah. it's like, don't do it to me while I'm live. I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Period. Like mm-hmm. set those boundaries, like you're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, big sigh. <laughs> um, yeah. So um do you want to do the flash round first, Aqua, or do you wanna do this last one? Oh, we can do the flash round first. All right, yeah. cool. Okay. So for those of you who have never watched before, we do have a super secret flash round of questions that uh, we just like to get a yes or no answer. So we're going to ask a series of five questions. The last one you can elaborate on if you so wish. But okay. um, we're going to do a series of five questions. You just do yes or no, this or that. So no explanation. We just want your opinion. Yes, the last <laughs> and one just, you can explain if you want. But You can explain the last okay. one if you want to because um, it's a <laughs> meme in our community. So all right, Aqua, are you ready? <laughs> yes. So, one, do pineapples belong on pizzas? Yeah. Period. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Is cereal a soup? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Tune on a Subway sandwich. Sorry. Yeah. Yes! You can elaborate on tuna on a Subway sandwich because people be fucking wilding and think that tuna from Subway is nasty. And Aqua here, Aqua here thinks that tuna from Subway is a sin. So you and Theo are the only two who have answered. So that's why I know you guys are my main bitches. Like you are the only two who have answered yes. Dude, my freshman year dorm had a Subway in it. And I was like slamming oh a $5 foot long tuna sandwich. They're like, so good. Twice a week. They are so good. And you know what? Yeah. I'm starting to think like maybe this is like an Eastern thing because like yeah. we're yeah. all from like the Northeast, like yeah, New England it, area. It is. I have no qualms with the tuna Subway sandwich. No, no qualms. And, like, I, I also want to bring up like this is a way to like banter or I guess I'm not trying to make fun of Paku, but like. <laughs> it's a joke you know she, yeah. she likes to she likes to 
bully. <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> she she thinks it's funny to make fun of my tuna preferences. Whatever, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so. Thank you so much. Uh, can you tell people where we can find you? Your social media, Twitch links, stream schedule, Discord, you know, yeah, anything you want to promote. So you can promote what's going on in your life right now. Yeah, so I mean, you can find me on Twitch primarily at Catholic Guilt with two Ts. Um, <laughs> Twitter is the same. I would say my Twitter is uh, pretty up to date. I use it a bit. Uh Instagram is catholic.guilt with two T's. And then um, my Discord, uh, ask me just because I have it kind of uh, on the, not on the down low. Yeah. I don't like to publicly have it out there because people are like weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my schedule, I stream four days a week, usually Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, those weekday ones are around 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then I usually go until 10 or 11. And then on Saturdays, I stream 3 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, Nessa. Um, let me go ahead. Uh, is there anything that you have, like, going on or any, like, events, any, like, big, long streams or anything you're doing soon? Uh, <laughs> I'm, like... <laughs> I'm like trying to like make a YouTube page happen. So that's been my recent concentration. I've also been like applying to some things. Uh, oh, yeah. So <laughs> there might be fun news or there might not be. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm working on my first YouTube video. It's kind of yes. a long Ooh. one but that required a lot of pre production. So yes. <laughs> shout out my job. Um, I'm so excited. So yeah. Oh my, oh, Discord just shit itself. She goes. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, she didn't want to be that. with us anymore. <laughs> the Discord was like, bye. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, she's blue now. Um, oh, no. Oops. You can't, I can't even see myself. Whatever. Um, okay, so <laughs> let me try to turn it back on. Oh, I am blue again. That's cute. Yeah. I'll just, be, I'll just be blue. Open the G Oh, I don't even know where it is. Oh, yeah, now you're just blue, I guess. Yeah. When you can't find the G Hub. Okay, never mind. <laughs> there they I'll are. I'll cut this part out. I just love when things don't work. Okay, Pretty hold on. Often. Boop. 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 There we go. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Okay, so I'll go ahead and cut all that shit out because <laughs> we love editing. We do. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. If you are here right now during the live stream, if you are not here with us today, remember to catch it next week. Well, actually, no, we will not be live next week. Yeah. <laughs> but remember to catch it the week after that at 2 p.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv slash TheRealPagu and Twitch.tv slash AquaMocha. And also thank you for listening on Spotify or all other streaming platforms if you are doing so. Make sure to follow us on Twitter if you would like to continue the discussion we had here today at The Real podcast and remember your feelings are valid if you ever need a friend you know where to find us and we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join this conversation go take care of yourself and go follow nessa on twitch and all other <laughs> yes. platforms please yay Thank you guys. i had so much fun yay <laughs> wonderful let me turn on some music <laughs> wow thank you nessa it was a lot of fun even though 
it fucked up right there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> always go perfect true. until they don't. But that's really all right. True. Wow. <laughs> well, I will let you guys go on with your day and I'll say good my goodbyes and we'll just vibe for the rest of stream. Okay, um, bye guys. All right. Bye. bye. See ya. All right. Sorry, I have to go back here. You can't see my face. Hold up. Please hold. Is it going to work? Ma'am, there it is. <laughs> wow, thank you guys for hanging out. And if Nessa is listening, thank you again. That was really awesome. That was a really awesome episode. I really enjoyed that. That was such a good conversation. I apologize for missing any of the chat that was going on. Again, I'm not very attentive to chat because I feel like it's disrespectful to our guest uh, because they're giving us their time. So thank you so much. Hello, everybody who came in from uh, Nessa's community. That was so kind of you guys. Uh, big booty. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Hi, Earl. Hi, Jupiter. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, Tyler. Thank you all so much. Hi, Lou. You guys are awesome. Really. Hi, Smarms. Sugar. You guys are so fucking sick, and I love you guys so much. Ugh. Oh, gross fun times <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna mess around with my camera a little